How would you like to borrow my brain? That's exactly what you'll hear in this podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. Listen as she helps struggling entrepreneurs find their clarity, face their fears, identify their self-sabotaging behaviors, and finally find the success that they have been desiring. everyone. Welcome back to the Bitch and Brainstorm podcast, where I help people uh, bitch about their problems, and then we help them come up with a solution. So I have a familiar friend here uh, today, and I'm really excited to see what we can do to help her get out of her own damn way and get shit done. So Miss Chris, um, what's keeping you stuck? What's going on? Why are we here? What's going Tell me all the, tell me the things what's going on. Tell you all the, tell you all the goodies. Yeah. So, you know, when I, when I launched this chapter in my entrepreneur journey about three years ago, there was a narrative and it was fixed mainly around being a product-based business. Um, the creativity, however, has been the conduit for connection and contribution. And so that allows the journey and the evolution of an entrepreneur to be so much bigger and have so much more depth. And, and also doing kind of like the personal excavating of um, assets that I've been sitting on for a long time. And that's kind of like a, a little catchphrase that I've, I've been adding into my, my narrative when I introduce myself to, to individuals in the networking space. When you have so many tools in your toolbox, I think for me, it's conveying that value without sounding like needy that I need you to know all these things. So some clarification that's clear and concise on who I am and how I can serve, because really what I want to do is just open the door for curiosity and, and the opportunity to connect with more individuals to, to learn how I can serve them. Which, but that's very time consuming, right? To do the one-on-ones and being in, in multiple networking events, which we're gonna do that anyway, um, but to make it more passive, right? There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of people maybe doing something similar. Well, I'm not gonna let that be a trigger for not doing something, right? I mean, obviously it's me turning up that frequency on my radio dial, talking about the value, the experiences that previously have done and making, myself be in pretty high demand and and how do I sell myself when I know I have 30 years of all the things and being an entrepreneur and having multiple six figures in my entrepreneurial journey I've been a mom I've done all the things it's like okay why why does it why does it even matter now technically it doesn't is what am I doing with it now to move forward and and so going back to the creativity being the conduit to the connection and then to more contribution and we know that the more people we impact is representative into the abundance that we are seeing. And of course, everybody wants to look at the financial aspect of it. And so putting, um, putting a real value on that wisdom and knowledge and selling it, offering it in service to help other, particularly women entrepreneurs, get off their assets. Okay, so... Um... I, I don't really know what your question is. Paring it down. 
Okay, so Clearly concise messaging that draws attention that creates a wow, like, oh, wow. Um, whether it's through my email marketing campaign or even in a, even in an introduction when you're doing your 30 seconds or 10 seconds or whatever that is, it's like, what do you do? How do you do it? Why do I care? What can I help you do? So when people come to you, what are they coming to you for? Like what, I know you've built a brand and people recognize you for a certain thing. Mm -hmm. So is that what people are still coming to you for? Are they coming to you for other purposes and reasons? Other purposes and reasons. Um, because I am kind of diverse and I understand that's a tricky slippery slope when you have the ability to do multiple things and, and serve in multiple ways. Um, so still to the creative pillars and what's really interesting is I've been able to weed through the part the sea, if you will, when I, when I enter a networking space, I know who my ideal client is for my signature business and it's not anybody in the networking space, right? I know where my ideal client is. So I don't really even talk about that. However, when people understand the mission about what I do and why I do it, there's a very unique group of people that are benefiting in my community from that business. Um, but I'm also helping to showcase other women creatives and their business and help them retail their products, either online, word of mouth, and, um, um, and, and in the retail space. And having had that experience allows me to help them get to the next level in their business. So when we're talking about coaching and consulting and putting that bow on the package, it's kind of like the roof of the, you know, over top of the two creative pillars. Narrowing down the messaging that it's clear, concise, and what different what differentiates me within my story to someone else. Why would they even care? Or is it, you know, kind of like my bitch is, is, is maybe because it's the, the, the confirmation bias. Like I'm in such a space of other coaches and their specialty is, and even when you go to social media, right? It's like, if you click on something that looks like something a coach said, and, and, and sometimes you even, you read something somebody posted and it almost sounds like it's your language verbatim coming out of your mouth. It's like, oh, well, crap. How do I, how do I be different, right? I don't want to sound like everybody else. How do I craft that message to be super unique and, and stand out? And yet not let it keep me stuck by not moving forward thinking, oh, well, I, why well, I try? Because I'm just going to sound like everybody else. So the thing is, is that, you know, um, being different and standing out is really just about being yourself. Right. So, you know, when we try to put so much emphasis on, well, I have to be different. I have to stand out and I have to do what everybody else is. I can't do what anybody else is doing. The thing is, is that it's, that's actually not how it works. It's just really about showing up as your authentic and true self. And that's just how it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think for you, I know, you know, I, I, if I understand you correctly, there's about three different businesses that you have. Correct. Okay. Which is the one that lights you up the most that is like, this is what I was meant to do here. The easiest one is when I open my mouth and add value and help impact someone else. I, I don't want to know the, I don't want to know the easiest one. I want to know no, the that, one that lights you up. 
that's what lights me up because I know it creates impact, right? It's helping someone else move forward in their life, their business, whatever, right? And so that would be like, like the coaching mentoring guide space that the creative, the creative pieces help me feel fulfilled, if you will, from exercising right brain, left brain, and I'm helping other people in those realms, but to show up in a space and almost always be able to offer some guidance, mentorship, advice, it, it just exudes for me anyway, because that's who I am and that's me giving free value all day, every day. Well, we, we both know that our brain is our biggest asset, <laughs> right? And that's what you do in your specialty. You have a specialty, a very niche down, which is not really, I mean, you do a lot of things too, right? I mean, you don't just do a website, you do the branding and, and all the things, but, it, but it's using your creative brain. And I think your, your brain and my brain think very, very quickly. You, you have your pop rocks. I haven't put a catchy name on mine. I say, get off your assets, right? <laughs> and and, and that's, that's a, a cool snarky play on words, but it, it really is true, um, you know, because you know that I'm also in the fitness space. So I talk about the whole person. I want to know how they are being, not just doing. It's like, how really, how are you? How's your health? How are your relationships? How, how are you treating yourself, honoring yourself and aging gracefully, right? I mean, if we're lucky, we're going to see many more birthdays. And what does that look like in being able to create renewable energy within ourselves and increase that capacity. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are curious, well, how does Chris Dyer do all the things that she does? It's because I take care of the self first and that's first and foremost than the business. But it's, it's just being a real human. Uh, my, my goal is to be just a better human every day <laughs> and, and whatever that looks like. So, I, I mean, every day it's, it's continually investing in myself in all the ways. And in my relationships. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I did the, um, when I had the subscription box, right. So I had basically, you know, I was doing business coaching and consulting, and then I brought on a, basically a second brand where I had, you know, the subscription box, which was my, my, um, it was for fun. It was a creative outlet right? But I separated the two of them because I needed to, right? So I was able to basically do both and separate both. And when I showed up into spaces, I had to decide who was I showing up as because it was kind of dependent on who my, who my audience was, right? And so I also started it right after freaking COVID happened. So I never really had the opportunity to do in-person networking and talk about the subscription box, right? I only was, you know, so, um, but I could show up to virtual and I could talk about both, but it fit my brand because it was a potty mouth pep talk. I had the podcast, I had, then I had the box and I had the planner, but it all, tied into who I was as a person. So kind of how I had to structure myself was I am Elaine Terso, first and foremost, who likes to do a variety of things. And I was not going to be put into a box. So I kind of like my little umbrella under Elaine Terso was business consultant and coach. 
and then subscription box owner that also had these other little branches that came off of it because I liked having that creative outlet, right? And I know that that's important to you as well. So if you were Chris Dyer, right? And then you have your umbrella and you have this little branch over here that is the, you know, life coach, consultant, whatever, whatever your title that you decide is. And then over here, you have your creative outlet, which is where you get to do um, your fun things where you're, you know, creating gifts. And then if you're wanting to also do the, the panache, right? Is that right? Is that still a yeah, thing? Yeah. Um, it is a thing. Where you're able to, um, like that becomes an, a, its own umbrella piece. And then your um, embellished butterfly is kind of a part of that. So almost like you're a member of your own group. Right. So you have your coaching consulting and then you have your perfectly panache over here and embellished butterfly is a part of perfectly panache because you are a vendor sort of right. You're you're a, a you are a vendor in your own space. Mm -hmm. right? right. So. The tricky part, um, I think, for you is that. Um, getting really clear and concise on your message so that when you are talking to people, they know exactly what you're doing. They know exactly what you're doing. So when you were first telling me all the things and I was like, I have no idea what your question is, is because I wasn't getting clear. You weren't clearly telling me what it is that you, what was going on in your head. So how can we get really crystal clear on that message? Because here's the thing though, is that they're kind of tied together. You may just not be able to see it. So the coaching and consulting can also be effective for your perfectly panache people and the vendors that you serve over there. So it's almost as if you can have two separate audiences where you are, you know, coaching and consulting service-based entrepreneurs, and then you're coaching and consulting product-based entrepreneurs. There's not a whole lot of people that I'm aware of that offer coaching and consulting for product-based service provide product-based entrepreneurs. So right. um, I see a whole lot out there for service-based. So you having that already as a product based business, mm -hmm. why not spend your focus on other product-based entrepreneurs? Because who else, who's, that's how you fill the gap. I see a whole, like I said, I see a whole lot of service-based entrepreneur coaching and consulting and stuff like that. That's what I love to do. You know, the product stuff is fun, but it's not my specialty. And you have that specialty already under your belt. So why not fill that gap and focus on coaching and consulting the people that are in the perfectly panache, people that are, that are product-based entrepreneurs that have, you know, Etsy shops or are, you know, doing products that they are selling on Amazon or whatever, like, what does that look like? You know, and I see tons, tons of makers on TikTok. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And they're, they're trying so hard and artists and people that are out there trying to figure out how do I get my products in the, in the spaces of other people to, for them to say, I would love to buy your stuff. They're trying so hard and they haven't quite figured it out. Mm -hmm. Right. And when COVID hit, you figured it out. You were like, Oh, I'm not going to let this stop me from doing, you know, my little in-person parties that we were doing, we're going to go virtual. Right. And so that kind of became a thing that people started to know you for. So my whole thinking for you in all honesty is fill that gap with a product-based entrepreneur coaching and consulting, because I feel like it ties it all in together in that way. And when you're saying, well, I, you know, there's a million coaches out there. You're right. There are, but how many are focused on the product-based entrepreneur? Not many, right? Not many. So as a product base, you already have that experience, right? You have that experience of, of, so use your experience. And that's what I did was how can I use what I've learned to turn around and help others? That's how I built my business was just teaching by what I learned and what I, what worked for me. So Mm -hmm. do you see what I'm saying though? Like, does that, feel like it's in alignment for you? Absolutely. And, and originally I was curtailing it to being in service of creative entrepreneurs, product-based entrepreneurs. But then I thought, well, is that too narrow? Is that really gonna? That's exactly where you need to be. Yeah. That's exactly where you need to be because mm-hmm. that's where your experience is. That's what you yeah. can speak directly to. So it's about, it's about the market. It's about the marketing strategy. It's about Mm -hmm. product development. It's about, you know, all the things that product-based entrepreneurs go through, which is inventory. And how do I, (laughs) I need help. I need to hire help. What do I do? I'm, you know, I'm an artist and I'm trying to figure out how, where do I sell my art? How do I, you know, there's a, a million things I think that product-based entrepreneurs might need. And the best way that I would say that you're going to, you need to get inside their mind is you need to do some market research Mm -hmm. and really survey and ask very clear questions. What are you struggling with as a product-based entrepreneur? Um, Is it setting up your systems, you know, um, your website? Is it Finding like, you know, right now there's a lot of people that are not uh, liking Etsy and all of the things that Etsy is doing to makers. And so I actually did a TikTok video about it just this morning because I see them talking about it and, you know, and I'm like, well, let's go find alternatives to Etsy. Yeah. Here's some options, uh, you know. I just renewed my Shopify (laughs) subscription because yeah, I'm about to yank mine off Etsy too. Right. It's not serving me at all. So you have the experience to be able to say, this is what I did. This is what worked for me, you know, and how can someone who, you know, when you're making products, right. And you really want to use something that is licensed and you really shouldn't, you know, people are wondering, getting mad because Etsy was pulling stuff that had Disney stuff. And it's like, 
Disney is the one saying, take that shit down. You don't have authorization to sell anything with Disney characters, right? But a lot of people don't think about that. They only think of, well, I bought this little thing and now I'm going to sell it. And they're like, "Uh, no, you're not. (laughs) So here's the thing. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of different branding agreements. I actually had to take the name Swarovski out of any of my digital branding. I cannot say in this description. So even I have had to make changes. And of course that's coming from the top. That's not even Etsy. So the people who know me know that's what I use, but I can't tell advertise people it, that's it, what you use can't yeah. tell people yeah right so, so you have that kind of experience to be able to pass mm-hmm. along to other makers who are just trying to figure out how the hell can I make some some side money and maybe I'd really love to see my shop become my full-time income you know right. and how to do that and a lot of that and you and I both know that a lot of that is mindset yep 90% of it. <laughs> exactly. So okay. you have the ability to step into that role of, you know, coach consultant and let's figure out what's really going on here. And then the rest of it is, you know, actually learning how to run a business for product-based mm-hmm. shops, you know, and most of them have already, they've already figured something out. They've gotten as far as they've gotten, right. Probably DIY would it. Right. Right. What can they do to make it better? Is it going to support their growth? Is it the right program for them? Mm-hmm. Well, and then there's going to be segments of people too that are they are content with it just being their hobby, right? Absolutely. And those and that actually totally want fine. to go, and those that want to go big and, and, and really see a bigger picture and a, and a bigger impact, then then yes, absolutely, that's that's my zone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there was a gal uh, on TikTok the other day that um, had a video accidentally go viral. And they wound up with $80,000 of sales. And she was like, oh shit, (laughs) now we have to bring in more people. We got to close the shop right now because, so what do you do when that happens? As a product-based entrepreneur, you you have to have a contingency plan. Like, what are you going to do if overnight something major amazing happens and you go viral? for whatever you do by accident, it's never planned and you never, you can't plan that shit. And now you are inundated and you don't have, you don't have what you need to fulfill those orders. What do you do? I mean, really help people figure out what, what's, what are you going to do? I don't think a lot of people really take the time to sit down and think about that. So if you were really able to sit down and map out a plan of how to build a successful and sustainable product-based business. You have a program, you have a course that now you can market and sell to people. And you literally take them through step-by-step based on your experience. What what did you learn? What did you learn the hard way? (laughs) What did you learn the easy way? What did you try before? Why didn't that work? All the, you know, we can only teach from what we've, what our, you know, our personal experience, right? That's, 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 that's where our, that's how we stand out. We're teaching Mm -hmm. from our own personal experience. Right. So do that. Okay. Does that feel like you have the concise that you're looking for? 
Yeah, I think I was getting distracted by trying to be everything to everybody. Mm. <laughs> Not ever a good idea. <laughs> it never well, works. It never does. No. I've tried. Not, it's impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're spot on. What so if thank you, you for helping me help me reeling it back in. <laughs> Reel it back in, sister. Yeah, yeah, trying to be everything to everyone is is no good. It's no bueno. It does not it does not serve you and it does not serve everybody because yeah. then you're really spreading yourself out so thin thinking I can help everyone. <sighs> no. Yeah. We cannot help everyone. Yeah. We're here to help someone, not everyone. Right. Not everyone is our person. So mm -hmm. I would encourage you, like, as you are starting to move forward, you know, shifting your, your marketing messaging, shifting your, any language that you have anywhere, it's, it's product-based. So perfectly panache. And then those people that are, that want to join that have the opportunity to also have coaching from you. Like they are kind of like your target audience right there. Mm -hmm. And so then you can say, Hey, by the way, just wanted to let you know if you're on the struggle bus with how to grow, because obviously they're coming to your shop because they're trying to grow their business. So then you could say, by the way, just want to let you know that I have, I have some options available. If it's something that you're wanting to really dive into why you're not growing. Mm -hmm let's, let's, uh, let's dive in deep to that and figure it out. And here's, here's what I, what I have to offer. Boom. Yeah. Okay. You know, and start creating content and workshops or masterclasses or whatever, all for product-based entrepreneurs. And you are focused on the makers, the creators, the artists, whether they make jewelry, whether they make pottery, whether they make, you know, decorative home goods, baby clothes, doesn't really matter. If they make something, they are your ideal client. What is your, what is your take on, and, and I'm, I'm pulling an, an old trigger out. Um, there's a person in my family, I won't mention names, who still relates to my business as your little craft business, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I just wonder if other artisans have that same feeling while they're getting started and they don't really they realize do. that they're, you know, it's an itty bitty shitty committee, right? It's just like, ooh, that just really gets to the crawl. But you know what? When you have favorite musicians and artists that you listen to in your car you have paint painters and artists that you know they're they're on galleries all over the all over the world they all started out just by expressing themselves through their art and their creativity and who knows where it can go and and so that's what I wanted was to just show up be creative put beauty out in the world and, and, and it's and it's subjective right and that's that's all part of finding our target market but still there's still that stigma right about the jobby, right? Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. That word um, just gets my crawl. Here's the thing, though, is that there are some people that cannot see. They do not have entrepreneurial spirit. 
They don't. So when they say your little craft business, they <laughs> don't really truly understand that there is, um, that you can actually make more than them. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, my little craft business made six figures last year. How about you? Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's just going to be people that cannot see that there is life outside of the black and white sitting in an office cubicle. Mm -hmm. They just can't imagine that that is possible because it's not possible for them. So therefore mm -hmm. it's out of their comfort zone. So they're going to project their own bullshit onto you and try to put you down. And I would just be like, Oh, my little craft business. You mean the one that made me six figures last year? Yeah, it's going really well. Thanks for asking. Shut that shit down. Thanks for asking. My little craft business is doing really, really well. And we've expanded and we're growing and we have a team and we have employees and we're, we have a big warehouse now and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So how about you take your little patriarchal bullshit and shove that somewhere? right? Like, mm -mm. so, I mean, you're not for everyone. And if you're out here trying to please and get approval from people that like, you know, where's my little card, your approval is neither desired nor required. I know you have that affirmation card. Yep. So why are you looking for approval from them? I'm not. Does it's it just, matter? It's just funny. It's just funny because it still comes up and I knew this was going to be supposed to be a bitch fest. Yeah. So I just wanted yeah. to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Bitch it out, girl. Yeah. Like it's, oh, I know. it's, you know, it's just a way to try to make you feel small yeah. and you're not small and you're making an impact. So who the fuck cares what they have to say? Let them think right. that your little craft business is just a little craft business. And you, but you mm -hmm. know the truth. So mm -mm. I wouldn't, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's part of working with other creatives to help them right. work through that mindset as well. Right. Then they're but, done you, but you can use that language and say, has anyone ever said to you, how's your little craft business going? Because I've seen people talk about that shit on TikTok too, that other mm -hmm. people put them down and how's your little craft business, like that same thing. So talk about it. If you've ever had someone ask you, how's your little craft business going with that snarky little asshole tone, then I have a program for you. <laughs> Let's shut them up. Let's show them that it's not just a little craft business. It is actual legitimate way to make a living and to provide joy and, you know, and support your family at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, that'll be my next TikTok video. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel now? Very good. Yeah. Better than expected. Good. That's always nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, that, that's what we do. You know, great line. You put, you know, multiple great brains together and that that's the beauty of the mastermind and the bitch session, right? Or yeah. just the, just open up. So yeah. I mean, I've, I've learned to sort of release some of the stress of feeling like I need to be doing involved in all the noise. Right. And just, mm -hmm. it's like, you know what, I just focus on what I can just mm -hmm. keep showing up, doing what I can do. And, and ultimately I just want to provide some massive impact, which is going to reflect into other things. So we could do more things for more people. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. 
Um, and I'm still a newbie, right? My businesses are less than three years old. This, my new babies, right? I have new babies. <laughs> I, have, I birthed three new babies. And uh, I just have to hold space and grace for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think you're, you're headed in the right direction. And I think you'll start to see more people are going to start flocking to you is because you're going to have a very clear target audience, right? If you're not a maker or an artist or somewhat creative like that, then, you know, I may not be the right coach for you, but I know other people who are, and just be a resource and guide them to someone who can do what they need, but your focus really, I, I think that's where you're going to shine. I do. There's a lot of people that are really creative and they don't give themselves the time to be creative. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can hold workshops and stuff about come and unleash your creative side, you know, and mm -hmm. paint and, you know, whatever that is for them. Right. But it doesn't mean that they may or may not decide that they want to start a business doing it. They just may want to have a creative outlet. Yeah. But for people that are like, I love doing this and I want to make stuff and I want to sell my stuff, then those are the people that you want to, that you want to work with, mm -hmm. you know, and it's going to be really easy to find those people because, you know, being able to search for, you know, artists and, um, oh my gosh, like I follow some amazing artists on TikTok and all of their, you know, making, um, the resin stuff and the geo, oh my God, the geo stuff is like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. You know, I know, I know. Yeah. 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 And people, you know, shop search Etsy on TikTok, and you're going to find all kinds of people selling, you're going to see all the things that they make and then be specific and say, who looks like they have good quality products that you would want to invite them to perfectly panache, start that relationship. That's your in, because this mm -hmm. is a place where they can promote and sell and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then from there, you can start to introduce them to Oh, by the way, I also do coaching for product-based service providers or product-based, you know, entrepreneurs like yourself, the creatives and the makers and, you know, oh, what does that look like? Tell me more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it, and it, and it is different because not everybody, as you know, in our, in our circle that we hang around in yeah. is doing that. Right. Very exactly. Few. In fact, there's nobody in my immediate space in that this town is doing what I'm doing. Right. So. so that's how you stand out. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Do oh, what I know. Do. Not that I'd want to, but that just means, yeah. well, that just means I need to be effectively marketing myself, probably on TikTok, probably more on Instagram. And um, because it is such a visual based platform. Yeah. Um because people in this town are not going to be my ideal client. No. So They're utilizing social media to my advantage. Right. The funnel, here's mm -hmm. what I, here's when you think about the funnel, here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about perfectly panache first. That's the funnel. Start them there because 
People want to sell their shit in multiple places. They want to have those partnerships. They want to be able to sell their stuff. So let them come in, learn about perfectly panache. That's when you can then have an upsell, have an offer, have something that says, oh, by the way, you're building your list of perfectly panache. Oh, by the way, do you need help growing your product-based business? I happen to have a little something over here. Right. So that's the funnel. And, you know, embellished butterfly is a product is, you know, a vendor in perfectly panache. So you're, Mm -hmm. you still get to make stuff and sell stuff within the perfectly panache. Right. So it's like you, it, those, that, that funnel is going to be how you're going to attract clients. They're going to need to have the experience of, of working in perfectly panache first to really gain that, that no like trust factor with you. And then you'll be able to connect with them and engage with them. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, Oh, by the way, right. If yeah. you just we go did, in, we did a really, yeah, mm-hmm. well, we did a, a nice collaboration over the holidays and we had two other mm-hmm. makers in, in, in our collaboration box and they've, <laughs> they've actually received more business because of that, right? And that's what I love to do is help showcase and introduce Mm -hmm. these creatives to to my networks. And and now they're getting continued business. And all I was was the conduit to get them in front of my people. Right. That's a beautiful thing. So now you've built up trust with them. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'd be a, a good, maybe they would be willing to give you some, do some market research and help you figure out what it is that they're struggling with. And I should probably ask him for a testimonial too. That probably wouldn't hurt. A little bit. <laughs> I yeah. forget to ask for that. You know, yeah. I mean, we just don't think about that. Mm-hmm. That's, it's such a huge, yeah, it, that's a huge thing. I need to do a better job. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Good. All right. How are you feeling? Good. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day.